know that we're glad that you're here today as well. So um, we're going to go ahead and just let you all chat with us on, online on Facebook or on the app. And again, thank you for joining us in worship. Let's open in prayer. Gracious and holy God, thank you for this service today. Thank you for our worship. We pray, Holy Spirit, that everything would be pleasing unto you. We pray that our hearts are uplifted and encouraged. We pray that, our, that your Holy Spirit and presence is among us today. Thank you for the gift of you today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And now the praise team is going to bless us with, Lord, you are awesome. Let's all rise if we're able and worship in song.
Okay, good morning, everybody. My name is Jassia Williams, and I'll be reading a scripture for today. Our Old Testament scripture reading is Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7. For to us a child is born, to us a child is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Our New Testament scripture reading is Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 14. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. Good morning, everyone. My name is Unique. Does anyone know what time it is? It's offering time. What do we say? Hallelujah. Today is the fifth Sunday, and our special offering goes to the above and beyond. So if you are able to give, donate a little extra. There are several ways to give. You can give in service. You can go to NLAC.tv and establish an online account. You can go to the Cash App and give at dollar sign to NLAC. You can also mail in your offering to here at the church. The address is 2020 East 79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. Oh, just in case you didn't hear me the first time, the different ways to give, you can give in service. Um, you can go to NLAC.tv and establish an online account. You can go to Cash App and give at dollar sign to NLAC, or you can mail in your offering to here at the church at 2020 E79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. While our ushers come forward, let us play. Lord, we are so grateful for your infinite sacrifice. You gave your beloved son, Jesus, for our salvation. As we give our tithes and offerings, help us remember that our sacrifices no matter how small, are echoes of your great love for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Our special music will be by Anna Sakharoun singing Jesus Will. inspires you all to let Jesus open doors for you and help you make the best decisions. Yeah. Yeah. 
But God promised me something I can believe for it. Um, and so the scripture in Isaiah, it says, there's going to be a new government. How many of y'all want a new government? Amen. <laughs> this government will have no end. A child will be born, a son, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of, doesn't that sound good? Prince of peace, a new government. Hallelujah. And that gave them hope. And let them know that God had not forgotten about them. Tell your neighbor, God has not forgotten about you. And so what does that mean for us, Pastor Antonio? I'm glad you asked. It means we have the same hope and expectation of peace today. Hundreds of years, thousands of years, in 2023 and 2024, amen? We can expect that. The world today has little peace. There's wars, inflation, global warming, pandemics, walls being built, politics, elections, the church at large, and even our normal lives have challenges with our families, people passing away, putting food on the table, paying bills. And the news confirms these things all the time, doesn't it? So in the midst of struggle, in the midst of pain and worry, we can still look to Jesus as our Prince of Peace. We can still look to Jesus as our wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father. Why? Because Jesus Christ gave us the Holy Spirit 2,000 years ago. Hallelujah. When he died, he left us the comforter, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit today in 2023 leads us and guides us and even into 2024. Amen. I don't know what happened to you all this year. I don't know what your New Year's resolutions are for next year, but can I tell you, it's going to go whole with Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. When you leave things, when you leave the old behind and move over to the new with the Holy Spirit, God got something that says, see, I'm doing a new thing. Can you not see it? So we should not be giving up hope. When we could give up hope, people see us in a hard time. You know, when you went through a hard time, people see you. They might not tell you to your face, but they, they think stuff about you. And what does that person do? They go to the church. And they got hope and joy and love? Shouldn't they be down and out? No, you got the peace that passes all understanding. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You have the peace that passes all understanding. And we can read about the scripture about how Christ died for us on the cross and his love for us and God sent his only son. So we can have everlasting life, right? Abundant life. And we see it today in our own lives, moving with the Holy Spirit. Now let's go to the um, New Testament. Jesus was just born, like last week, right? And the angel of the Lord spoke to the shepherds. A bright light shone on them, and the angel said, the newborn baby is the Messiah. Tell your neighbor, he is the Messiah. Do an angel got to tell you he's the Messiah? Just know that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, okay? If an angel appeared today, maybe you'll believe. But we have to just know without seeing it, right? It says, the he is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. You don't know too many babies uh, wrapped in cloths in a manger, do you? No. So suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appear with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace to those to whom his favor rests. Now imagine you at your job, outside in the field, whatever you do, outside of Bethlehem, doing your regular night shift, you tired, you hungry, you've been working all day, so you're probably funky, right? And you want to go home and go to sleep. But then all of a sudden, 
portion. Yeah, some of us have. But some of us, we have seen the angel, we probably didn't even notice it. Because sometimes you're entertaining the angel if you don't know it, right? So, but the, the, the shepherds, it wasn't a nice experience. The scripture says they were terrified. Amen. The bright light shut on them in the dark, that's terrifying. And these lonely, poor, tired shepherds, considered second-class citizens, were among the first to hear the truth, the birth announcement. Now, my first point is this. The peace of Christ is for everyone. Tell your neighbor, Christ is for everyone. God is concerned about the little people. The announcement didn't go to the king. The announcement didn't go to the officials. The announcement didn't go to the high people. The announcement went to the people who was looking for hope the most. Who was looking for Christ the most. Who was looking for God the most. God cares about the little people. Say, tell your neighbor, God cares about you. And the child was born for everyone. The Christmas story of hope, love, joy, and peace arrived with the, the birth of Christ. That was last week, right? So the, the first verse the angel said was, don't be afraid. Tell your neighbor, don't be afraid. These were words of peace. The first words were words of peace. I'll tell you something. You might be in a painful situation. You might have a, a negative diagnosis in your health. You might be going through with your family. You might have some family drama. You might have some family, some uh, money problems. But can I tell you, God cares about you, and you don't have to be afraid. So with Christ's arrival, the angel said, "I have good news for everyone. You have not been forgotten by God." And he has come to be with you in the midst of your trouble. Born in a manger in the city of David. He grew up the Messiah. He is the king. He is the one you are waiting for. I'm going to tell you this. God, whatever the situation is, God is going to step into your situation. And that ain't no nice message. That's a prophecy. That's a promise. God will step into your struggles. God will step into your pain. Amen. Amen. My second point is that peace is not the absence of conflict. It is the presence of God. Say, peace is the presence of God. Say it one more time. Peace is the presence of God. The peace that Jesus brings may not be what you thought it would be. It's not the absence of trouble. Some of us don't want to hear that today. Well, God, if you really love me, why am I going through all this? And I won't be struggling and so on and so forth. No. God wants to raise us up to be mighty and strong people of God, right? Yes. Tell your neighbor, expect God to help you. You can find true peace in the midst of whatever is chaotic. You know what? Life is so busy, especially as a pastor, I'll tell you that. And things happen all the time. You can be worried, you can be angry, you can be whatever your job is. You can be Oh my God, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do this. But you have to have joy in the journey, amen? You got to have peace in the journey. You have to have love, hallelujah. Somebody can hear that one. You got to have love in the journey, hallelujah. Because life is stressful. And we're not meant to just fly through it. We have to go through it with God. Peace is not in our circumstances, but recognizing the one who is faithful to walk with us in those difficult times. There's a story of a bird in the, in the cleft of a rock. And there was three paintings about peace. Who would be the first prize winner? Was it the flowers? Was it the sea? Was it on the ocean somewhere? A nice family picture? No. 
The picture that won was a huge storm. And all you could see was storm and, and, and horizontal rain. And in the small picture, in the small area of the picture, there was a little cleft in the rock. And there was a mama bird and a baby bird. And they were peaceful. It takes more peace. It's more peace in a stressful situation than in a pleasant situation, isn't it? That is true peace. No matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, no matter what the goal is next year, no matter what God brings along next year, know that you can do it with God. We have to be steadfast and immovable. And my last point is that God's favor comes from being at peace with God. Are you at peace with God today? Yes. You know, everybody doesn't even know God. How can you have peace with yourself if you don't have peace with God? If you don't have peace with God, you're not going to have peace with yourself, and you're not going to have peace with other people. It starts with God. The most important thing is that peace is between us and a holy God. And we are sinful people. Sin steers us up. It, it causes chaos and conflict within us, and it even pushes us away. How many of y'all, when y'all was a kid, when you know you were supposed to do something, you didn't do it, you did the wrong thing, and you was going against whatever your mama said, and when she found out, you tried to hide. Nobody said, it was me! It was me! No! <laughs> because you know a punishment was probably going to follow with it, right? But that's the way we are with God. God is our Heavenly Father. So when we're in sin, it pushes us away from God. You don't want to talk to God. You don't want to submit to God. And you just want to keep doing your own thing. Sometimes we have too much pride. Hallelujah. You think you got all the answers. Amen. But we have to follow the Holy Spirit in our everyday life. And when we're in sin, all we have to do is know that in Christ we are forgiven. Take it every. In Christ we are forgiven. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Oh, people will try to condemn you all the time. But you ain't doing that. Ain't you going to church? Ain't you supposed to be doing this? People will try to that. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. And in Christ, we know we are forgiven. And we can return to God. We know we are all sinners and God loves us. So what do you do? Ask for forgiveness. Repent. Meaning what? Turn from your actions and, and try to do better next time. And move forward with Christ. Amen? How many of y'all actually practice that when you mess up? Okay, well, next year, let's let's practice it. Amen? <laughs> and when somebody else mess up, show them the same grace that God showed you. Amen? Encourage them and lift them up. You see, when you really know the love of God, you can really truly love yourself, and then you can really truly love everybody else. And we're in the season of Kwanzaa. Unity is the first principle. We should be together, especially as the body of Christ. Hallelujah. If you don't remember anything else, remember the first principle of Kwanzaa is unity. And we need to work together as the body of Christ. So the birth of the promised king is for the entire world, but it begins in our hearts. That baby grew up as a man, offered himself on the cross as atonement for our sins. And we can have peace from knowing that, amen, from submitting to Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Christmas is a reminder that we are, we are not forgotten. God loves us, and we are friends of God. There might be chaos all around us in this world. This world offers a lot of stuff, don't it? But we got to come back to a place of peace before the new year comes in, and remember that we can do all things for Christ, amen? Yeah.
we can do all things with Christ. Amen? Amen. So sometimes you might not have any peace in your heart because you may not have you may not have made peace with God. It's available today. Today is the day of your salvation. Don't go another year without knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Because I'm going to tell you, we lost some people this year, didn't we? Yes. But if they were in Christ, we're going to see them again because we're in Christ as well. We need a Savior. Hallelujah. We are not on equal footing with God. And we need to be forgiven. Amen. So I want to invite you to pray this prayer of trust with me today if you have not received Christ as your Savior. Let's go to God in prayer. Jesus, I am in need of the peace that you so freely offer. I want you to come and rule in my life. I confess that I have sinned and have been at odds with you. Forgive me and allow me to receive the favor that comes by your grace. Make me an agent of peace in the world and may life reflect your love. Amen. 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 And so for the rest of us, what are we carrying into the new year? We're carrying the love of God, right? We're going to remember those principles of Advent. What are they? Hope. What else? Uh oh, love, joy, and what's today? Peace. And we can remember the principles of Kwanzaa. Let's go to God in prayer. Lord, we just say thank you again for just giving us the message, encouraging our hearts, and moving forward. Not just for the upcoming year, but for every single year of our life. Hallelujah. We just say thank you, God, that you brought us all the way to the end of the year, God, with you. And for those of us that have not been saved, Lord, we ask you, Lord, to speak to their hearts, God, and just move them, Lord. Let them know that you are needed in all of our lives, God. And we just say thank you, God. We can trust you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 So the praise team is going to come up, and it's also prayer time. So if you need prayer, um, just raise your hand. If you're able, we're going to stand, and the praise team is going to sing Grateful.
Thank you so much, Praise Team. We are getting ready to have a wonderful time right now. We're getting ready to have the Reverend Dr. John Brewer Scholarship and Public Work presentation. So we're going to ask Ms. Helena Harrison and Ms. Vivian Smith to come on up. Serving and who have been assisting 
with our scholarship. So I'm going to give you about five minutes to read the insert in your bulletin, please. About five minutes about John Barrier. If you don't finish, that's okay, because you can take it home. So I'm going Now, 
You're at an age where you can accept Jesus Christ and you can join a church and you can offer him your life. So know where you're going when you die. All right, beautiful uh, uh, bulletin we have today, Ruth. Thanks a lot. Helena, thank you for all of those years that you have assisted me. I couldn't have done it without you either. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Let's give her a ring. Dr. Burr-Air, that particular thing, when we read that, because it's named after him and the money is here. Last year, I felt so bad. I, you know, but I couldn't do anything about it because the person who was in charge of me was in the hospital and I was afraid if I told him I didn't like certain things, I would cause a heart attack or you know, something like that. So I said, Vivian, just close your mouth. It was a shame and disgrace uh, what some of the students received last year. But I, Jesus told me, keep your mouth closed, Vivian. Keep your mouth closed. You will be sued if you keep calling him and say you don't like it. So this year, I'm very proud. And it's all because it's, it's like one student who really gave me, and God has a way of telling you what he wants you to do. One student called me, and that was that's what changed my mind when I walked in this building and I asked the office. And I remember uh, hearing Gail very clearly. I said, would I be in error if I asked that the Calvary Presbyterian students get more money? And she hopped, no, no. <laughs> and the rest of them did. So thank you for all of you who have been assisting me. So as, as I call your name, I want a parent to come and stand behind uh, their child. All right. Chelsea Britt. Oh, 
really see y'all. Come on to the front. Come on, come on. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Your neck is over here. Here. Shane Price. Anastasia Chaperon. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And look on the inside to make sure everything is in there. Trinity Sullivan. Yeah. Jaisha Williams. Is Tina here? All right, well, let's give our, our uh, recipients a round of applause. <laughs> recipients and the students this paper that some articles I saw in the Plain Dealer and they are very interesting and the first one embrace change and adversity and know when to seek help and the other under there is the second one she was talking about and the last one is learn to be thankful it makes a difference in the quality of your life and the second one, we why we need empathy as a counter to cancel culture. Please read those were interesting. They are very interesting. It just tells you how they felt and what to do. So uh, we like to congratulate congratulate all of the students uh, this year on behalf of the Reverend Dr. John Breer Scholarship Committee. We hope to see you somewhere next year, I hope. And we hope to see degrees. So the parents, where are the parents? Raise your hand. And the parents and, and students, the reason you're standing up here on the front line is because of the back line. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, she was very grateful when she was going to Hampton University. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right. Now, what I usually do is I ask the graduates if they want to say something. So this is your time to make the speech about one minute. I know you're going to say something. I know you like I just want to say thank you. I've received this scholarship for a couple years now. It's been very helpful in my graduate and post back journey. So I just truly just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you.
water. Just walk up here and take it yeah. and ask the pastor for the mic. I also want to say thank you to you guys for giving us this scholarship. I'm going to be graduating from college this next semester. And so, this has been such a blessing in my life. I'm a ministry student, and so um, it's just been a huge blessing in my life to receive this scholarship. And I also want to thank my dad. My mom's not here today, but thank you guys for always supporting me and giving me permission and space to pursue my dreams in ministry. And I'm really grateful for that, so thank you. What's your name? Jasmine, we hope to see you again. Praise God. Uh, Jasmine is majoring in ministry. And she is going to a very well-known college that I know about. All right. All right. All right, thank you so much. Come on, you need you, you need us. Come on now, you <laughs> Last one, you need you need is one of our deacons. Praise the Lord. Okay, good morning, everyone. I just want to say thank you uh, for the financial support. In addition to that, to thank everyone um, just for the support throughout the years it's cool but also I do like the addition of adding our support and our parents and grandparents um, up here with us because without them we couldn't have gotten as far as we did so thank you amen and Miss Smith and Miss don't go anywhere Miss Smith and Miss Harrison they truly they were my um, Sunday school teachers praise God and Miss um, Smith was like um, when I was a kid it's time to give your life to Christ <laughs> church and all the blessings that you've given me and my family. So I just want to say thank you. Hi, um, I just wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart um, for this scholarship. It's really a true blessing. I'm in my master's program right now and college students are broke. So <laughs> the scholarship is greatly appreciated for me to continue with my education in all the ways that I'm doing, and it's just really a blessing. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Deacon. Come on. Thank you to my church family for all the prayers and support. I graduate law school in May. So I'm just so proud of 
all the young people and all the parents and support. It is really a hard job when you're supporting people in your family going to school. They need money. They need encouragement. You know, you just got to push them along. It's not as easy. You think everybody just goes to college four years and they just glide right through it. But it is difficult for everyone involved. And up here we can see all the love that was also involved and all the prayers and all the thankfulness and especially New Life at Calvary for this scholarship.